0: Welcome back to episode 15 Yes, episode 15 of the Curry Race Fantasy Football Podcast The nights have drawn in We've had our first snowfall of the year A far cry from starting this when it was still light With our first episode at Nick's house When we first started recording this 15 episodes ago uh, We have seem to have dropped some segments from the show Due to lockdowns you boys Remember 60 Second Corner? Yes. We never, got on that. we never got on that exercise bike, and I don't think yeah. Nick has either.
1: Uh, yeah, you have a day I've done that for the first time since then.
0: He's lying. <laughs> He's lying. So, I'm joined, as always, by my two fellow podcasters, and I thought this week I would do some digging during lockdown for an interesting fact about each of them, so uh, that our listeners can get... To know them a bit better after 15 episodes. Now you all know me, I'm Bill. I love the Broncos. That's pretty much it. Not very many other interesting backs that could be.
2: Oh, I support the Broncos.
0: So the first on the Zoom chat, he's the man below me on the Zoom video. He's also the man shortly below me in the league table. Now a man who, according to his confidential medical records that I've obtained, got so carried away when he moved into his own house and did his food shopping for himself that he ate so many Krispy Kreme doughnuts that he swelled up like a pigeon does when they eat too much rice and was in serious danger of popping like a balloon. This led to emergency surgery at a cost to the UK taxpayer of over 7,000 pounds. It's the general manager of Dansack. Named, I'm told, after the bag he keeps his donuts in, Dan. <laughs> how are you, mate? That's a good fact, wasn't it? Did you like that? Yeah, it? that was totally, totally
2: wrong. That's not true. Any of that is, no, that's not true.
1: Is that not in what? reference to your appendix no,
0: removal?
2: I never had surgery. You've had your yeah, appendix removed. It was in
0: reference to the donut incident. Saw him swell up like a pigeon had eaten rice. No, that, that's not right. No. I need to sack. <laughs> need to sack the researcher I paid 100 yeah. quid to find these facts. Anyway, You've then, been how are you? Right off.
2: I'm right. really well. Uh, yeah, like you say, Christmas is is in full flow here in our house. Yeah. The, the tree's up. We've got a real tree, and we've bought, like most people who buy their first real tree, it is too big for our lounge. Um, so we've had to move one of the chairs. We've discarded a chair to fit in the Christmas tree. And we're now, and, cut now, the,
0: and cut the top off.
2: We've cut the top off, yeah, and yeah. now we don't have enough baubles to cover the branches, so.
0: Oh, <laughs> all in all. Merry that Christmas. Should be, <laughs> that should be, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas to one and all. Um, <laughs> secondly is the man to my right on the Zoom chat. Again, I've obtained his confidential medical records, which have divulged that apparently he lost all of his hair when he was arrested in his mid-20s, for sending jam jars filled with his own tears to Big Brother contestant, Kerry Katona, while sleeping on the pavement outside her house for four weeks straight in the autumn of 2015. I'm pleased to say his tears are now evenly distributed in jam jars between all five members of Steps, which I'm reliably informed is not an arrestable offence. It is the GM of the Pineapple Express, Nick. Was that one on,
1: uh, No. No, oh, okay. my jam jars are filled with Daddy Longlegs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I thought you might have spare jam jars. That's why I thought the fact was real. Yeah, not
1: real. Uh, no, unfortunately, not close to real. How are you,
0: anyway? How are you,
1: mate? I'm very well. I'm good. I uh, spent all of Sunday, inevitably in pain. Uh, had my tattoo finished on Sunday for most of the day. I then spent the evening watching Darren Waller. Well, you know, just. <laughs> Screw me! A very
0: tattooed Darren Waller.
2: Yeah, admire that. He's got
0: some good tats. <laughs>
2: yeah, that was the only positive. He had oh, got oh,
0: Well, I, I don't have much news. I've got a wedding this week. Um, oh, you was already married. Ah, ex- oh. no, yeah, my my sister-in-law's wedding, Alison Fraser, on uh Saturday. I'm uh, gonna upstage them all because I've got a uh, custom-made dress for the occasion. So. And some, some like, pre written down facts about them by far, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just, uh, just, just for you, too, I thought. But those weren't true. I thought they were anyway. Um, welcome back to our listeners, especially those that have interacted with us this week via our socials. We mentioned the lack of 60 Second Corner, but are we after our latest listener? entered draft game which is drafting our perfect in brackets not perfect but searched via auto trader cars Are we up for that yeah
1: let's go i'm hoping that as the man with the money you're going to buy this car whoever wins
0: <laughs> you're going to buy it <laughs> display it curry racemobile
2: yeah we could do our podcast in the curry car the i curry- feel like um i should probably disclose to the listeners that like you two enjoy cars yeah, and have had yeah. multiple cars between you. I've had like two cars my whole life. Like,
0: and fun, fact, be, and a true a job. fun fact your car got crushed in it once by a tree. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> All in tree, With wind
2: fire. blew over like a 60 year old oak tree and it, um, yeah, it fell directly on my roof and crushed it.
0: Ah. Awesome. That's Which wasn't covered the, by the insurance, in the by the way.
2: So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh, it's because past, insurance, yeah, insurance, doesn't cover uh, extreme winds. So Hats there you go. The force yeah. majeure. Well,
0: car game is going to be uh, draft the best car with. I've got limits on this. I'm going to pick. I'm going to find said car on Autotrader with your picks. We'll upload that to the Twitter and people can vote on who got the best car. Now we've got five different categories i've done a search on auto trader of the most popular part so we've got the engine size is limited to one liter a 1.4 liter and a two liter the mileage now the mileage is very specific and is based on the millions of cap space that your team's highest player attracts so we've got 17,500, which is Byron Jones's 2020 cap hit for the Miami Dolphins. We've got 21,300, which is in millions. So 21.3 million for Chandler Jones's cap hit and 14,000, which is Kareem, um, Kareem Jackson's cap hit for the Broncos. We've then got the year of the car, which is 2008, which was the last time the Dolphins won their division. We've got 2015, which was the last time Denver won their division, and for a bit of variety, and that was the second 2015 that you boys saw. Uh, It's been taken back to 2009, which was the second from last time that the Arizona Cardinals won their division. So put a bit of variety in there. The types of car, hatchback, estate, SUV, and we've got colours, black, blue, and white. Those six things being the most popular choice of thing on Auto trailer. Now, I've, I've got, a quick, a, got a quick question yeah, um, please.
2: For, for listeners that might not know the difference between a hatchback and an estate. Uh, they the might not know. For the listeners, for, the listeners, for, for the, the listeners. any listeners that might not know, could you quickly <laughs> find the difference between a hatchback and an estate, please? Thank you. <laughs> well, so, Dan, for the, the listeners, I just need easy. to confirm. <laughs> for the listeners, and they won't have seen
0: mine and Nick's car, Nick's car is an estate. It has a oh, long, He it has does a brag long, about Nick, that. He didn't that. already know, Dan. And a, hatchback is, a hatchback is a smaller Type of car More like a Mercedes A-Class Compared to a Mercedes C-Class With a hatchy and some. With a yeah, hatch. Just for bed. our
2: listeners that don't know Mercedes uh, Benz uh, <laughs> <shoppings laughs> For class references So An estate is smaller than a hatchback No, up a no. to that
1: <laughs> A hatchback like that. is
2: smaller than an estate Yes, an yes. estate
0: is a long one
2: It's yeah. a long boy To be honest, I just need to make sure everyone understands. Fair enough. So
0: I did a random earlier on. It gave the snake draft of Nick first, me second, Dan third. This is an
2: absolute joke.
0: I'm not gonna do it again for you. (laughs) Nick, you gotta choose what you think is most important in a second hand car from Auto Trader far away. I would yeah. recommend not going
2: to choose a colour of car first. <laughs> no. What car have you got? I've got a black one.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I'm Is this whole thing f- just mocking me? Are you mocking me already?
1: No. I'd, I'd yeah. that
0: car, thank you. Oh, sorry. No.
1: <laughs> for me personally, the, 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 the thing for me is the two litre. I'm taking two litre. Okay. First pick. Two litre. First pick.
0: Like I, it. Well I can done. roughly
1: see what's coming out here. And... Uh, I'm trying to get myself out of that bracket.
0: (laughs) I am going to go for, I think year of car makes so much difference. So I'm going to go for the, I'm going to go for the 2015 model of whatever car I find. Dan, two picks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I honestly
2: have no idea what any of this means. Okay. So engine size, two liters gone. Now, uh, two liters, big, big is it is that a big one it's the biggest it's not it's not oh, massive yeah. it's the biggest it's
1: of the most, three of the three yes.
0: yeah two is yeah. bigger than one
2: okay oh, and right. you've taken uh, 2015
0: yes so you've got 2008 or 2009 left okay
2: i will take uh the 1.4 litre engine size
1: yes okay and exactly where i would have gone Well done.
2: Which leaves mainly because it leaves Guffy, the old one litre guy, mate.
0: See. (laughs) And because it's Snake, it goes back to you.
2: Back to me. Okay. See, I'm thinking the years don't make a difference too much. But But I'm thinking. 2008
0: and 2009
2: now. Yeah. So I'm thinking the mileage is going to make quite a difference. So I'm going to take the. hmm, I don't know what they mean. How, how many miles are oh, you want it live? yeah I know but I feel like if you've done more miles it's a more reliable car that's what I'm thinking not necessarily okay. go, go because if, you, if it's necessarily a second hand car with low mileage like how can you not like it that quickly <laughs> you want okay. to sell it I'm going to go for bang in the middle uh, 17 and a half thousand 17 50000.
0: yeah which you've I believe gone for was Byron Jones you've gone for yeah. Byron Jones mileage yeah, that was well, the second. As it's second back pick. to me, I will go for the low mileage. No, <laughs> at fourteen thousand miles, the Kareem Jackson. Two Unlucky picks
2: to Nick. Yours oh. isn't even going to start. Two. Okay. All right.
1: Okay. Oh sugar. Oh no. Sugar.
2: <laughs> uh. The,
1: the mileage is going to last, isn't it? The mileage is going to end. Is going to. going to come back to yeah. me yeah so I shall take the only year that's going to come back to move two thousand and nine, okay, two thousand and nine for Nick and I'm also <laughs> gonna take the hatchback, please, bill oh God, two liter two thousand and nine hatchback sign me
0: up I've got to <laughs> go for <laughs> the estate because there surely aren't any one liter <laughs> SUVs knocking around. Yeah. God. Oh, wow. You two find this
2: funnier than it definitely should be. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be an eclectic group of people out there also going, oh,
1: no, he's a left through the road. Yeah. Oh, no.
2: They've got a bloody one their SUV. <laughs> what a bloody idiot. And then there's going to be a selection of people like me going, huh, why are they laughing? What the does that mean? <laughs> okay, so it's my, my pick, isn't it? Two picks. It is. So the thing is, I feel like you guys wouldn't want a blue car. So I'm going to take uh, the black. I'm going to take black.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I'm also going to... Ta- I'm
0: also gonna take yeah, a right. It now doesn't matter.
2: I'm just going to take all my in. It's 2008 and an SUV. That's it. A 2008 right. black SUV 1.4. Get in there.
1: And that is I will brilliant. Go... What's
2: an SUV? 4x4. Ah, okay, by four.
1: Four
2: by four. Oh, decent. The a big ones. <laughs> So like, I'm, going, I'm going to get a pretty oh, good one
0: then. <laughs> I can't wait. And I'll go, I'll go for the white car.
2: Oh, for f- blue. I knew you wouldn't want a blue one. <laughs> Nobody no, wants blue. When did the last time you saw a blue car? <laughs> All right. Bloody half our listeners might have blue cars.
0: I've not seen a blue car in a while. It leaves me with the one litre, which I'm just going to put in. It leaves you with blue and the high mileage. Nice. Oh, that's
1: so, no! I'm in for that. I think I'm. Uh, yeah, I think I know what's coming. Back here.
0: So, give me a second to work out what we all get, and I'll let you know. I hope I don't get a Peugeot. So punched them into yes. Punched them into Auto Trader. As with our waiver wire warriors, I come in last on value, although the car is quite <laughs> nice, and I would like to own one. Got a Mercedes CLA shooting brake, worth 20 grand. Get yourself a little steal there, 2015, low mileage. Quite nice. nice. You've got... <laughs> Dan ended up picking... Dan got one choice. We ranked him a high price to low price. That's how I ended up with a Merc. Dan ended up with one car. It is a CX Ateca, good for off road trails. Space. And you might I'm gonna put the picture I'll put the pictures up of the yes. car. But somehow it was worth three grand more than the Merck at twenty three grand. But our my personal winner and we'll put it up to the listeners to vote for Well, well this is very biased
2: so far. This
0: is very nice. biased,
2: considering let's please <laughs> let the listeners know that Nick's mileage is under, please. <laughs> Before it's we start like crowding under. in, yeah. So slightly this is under. disgusting. This is disgusting.
1: Don't talk to it me was, about uh,
0: technicalities. You're like
2: bloody Roger Goodell, you are.
0: Nineteen thousand miles as opposed to twenty-one thousand three hundred. It's quite different. Uh, Nick ended up with a thirty-five grand Porsche Panamera in midnight blue, which actually looks quite nice <laughs> compared to the blue that we all thought it would be. Nice. So, here we go. Draft game. I put I put it up on um, Twitter for a vote. Put it on Insta 2 maybe, and we will get on some news, shall we? Away from my voice. More facts next week. (music) NFL news. There has been a sacking in New York, but it has not gone to the more obvious candidate. It has gone to the defensive coordinator, Greg Williams. Did we, see <laughs> Did we see that and do we know why? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah that it was, was mad, isn't
0: it? So the Jets have parted ways with Greg Williams after that last few second blown man coverage play with the game on the line led to uh, led to believe it was a zero-blitz call. So... Man coverage for those guys who aren't too familiar with NFL defensive schemes. A man, it's man coverage, similar to a cover zero setup. So they had no safety help on a very obvious play that was going to go deep. Why he called it, nobody knows. But uh, yeah, there was there was a blitz which Las Vegas dialed into nobody covered the deep zone, which is absolutely criminal on third and 10, which led to a 46 yard score to Henry Ruggs with 13 seconds left, leading, leaving the Jets zero and 12 on the season. So
2: yeah. Cause Derek Carr's even come out and said that uh, he was baffled with the defensive call to send an all out blitz when they've got someone like Henry Ruggs who can outrun pretty much everyone on the pitch. Um, it, It just screams the jets, doesn't it? It just screams the jets. And would you be surprised if it come out later on, however long it takes, but he he was told to call that play. It was sort of out of his hands. Like they obviously at this point, they're not going to get anywhere. Like why win? What's the point of winning? You're possibly going to get the best quarterback to come out of college since forever. It's just strange. Did you see this? I saw
1: a sort of a fact or a stat that come out about that play call. Uh, the, I'm going to quote here. Uh, the play call was unprecedented in recent NFL history. This is from ESPN. According to research by ESPN stats and information out of the 252 pass plays attempted under similar circumstances in the last 15 seasons, the Jets were the only defence to send more than six rushers. Yeah. It's, the, it, it's just an absolutely, the, the, you don't do it. Adam
0: Gase, who we absolutely hate on and have done so for a little while, um, said that he was talking to another coach at the same time, heard the zero blitz call through his headset, but by the time he'd heard it, it was too late. play was already in progress now I know that we're on the news section not dissecting the game but what on earth else are you doing
2: yeah with 13 seconds left in the
0: game other than talking to your defensive coordinator and now he's lost the guy's lost his job and now we're going to go on to it a bit later on this it's our it's our gaming review isn't it but the New York Jets had the ball when the Raiders turned it over with 143 left on fourth down, they had the ball on their, like, 20, 25-yard line and couldn't make it, couldn't see the game out and somehow gave that play to the Raiders. So the DC losing his job, there's no, there's no eyes on the OC who somehow couldn't see the game out from that.
2: Yeah, exactly. From there. Exactly that. And, exactly
0: or Adam Gates. Adam Gates yeah. keeps his job for another week.
1: <laughs> You'd like to think that this coaching staff, head coach, defensive coach, offensive coach, they may earn that first pick in the draft, but by no means they should be let to run the team for the next season and have that pick. They may earn it, but they need to clean house and if they it get Trevor
0: it, it, Lawrence, he'll he'll they'll build someone around him to to get. They'd have to. It's strange though, isn't
2: it? Because you feel like professional players. If if like even a small thing, like if I play football on a Sunday and a manager told me to do something that I thought was wrong, I'd question yeah. it and I'd I'd go nah. Like, there's yeah. been times where if you're playing like a wing back, and it's like what, what show don't show don't let him go outside, and it's like but he's left footed, so I'm going to show him outside because yeah. onto his right foot. These players have a responsibility that a coach has called a play, and surely someone's going to go what no i don't yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of of that be yeah. so interesting to know if any players sort of went what what why are we doing this The quarterback gets to, and yes and the, I know that, that there's a jet, the captain isn't there on the defensive yeah. side that calls the defensive plays to the team, so I don't know
0: so <laughs> we've got some injuries as usual. Not that that many bad ones this week. There were some ejections, which were fun. Nick's probably got something to say about that. Tyler Boyd, one reception, 73 yards on for a massive day, if that's to be, uh, if that's any... Oh, leave it out. And decided to enter into the world's worst fight with Xavier Howard on the touchline. No punches thrown. I think, from what I saw, I thought they got ejected for contact with the ref. That's what they right. said on Red Zone. Because I ca- you've seen punches thrown, right? This, yeah, this yeah. year there's been some. Uh, New Orleans game, there was one, wasn't there, a few weeks back. <laughs> Surely they weren't ejected for fighting because that wasn't a fight. But anyway, Tyler Boyd, <laughs> fantasy-wise, he his day was ended early. Xavier Howard ended up... Um, y- making the Dolphins defence a little weaker. Devontae Parker. Did any of you boys have Devontae Parker?
2: I've got Devontae Parker, yeah.
0: Was he playing? He
2: was, he was playing dead. yet until he was ejected.
0: He got That's ejected. Ridiculous. Matt Collins got ejected. Unsure with regards to bands, I don't think there's anything too bad there, but there might be some fantasy relevance there if they have to set out this next week coming. The Bengals quarterback, Brandon Allen, not fancy relevant. I don't suppose, although he is their starter. Left with a chest injury down to Ryan Finlay. So,
2: yeah, and it was Ryan Finley who finished the season last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually hoping that that improves some of the offense. I've got uh, Giovanni Bernard while um, Mixon's been out. And he's been just absolute dog. And I'm hoping that uh,
0: yeah, he Elite can bring running. some.
2: They can yeah, they can bring some uh, some of that l- last season form because Ryan Finley wasn't too bad last year. Although he he's well, not fantastic, he's not hopefully not that bad.
0: Well, I've put out that I've put on my notes that uh, do the Bengals offensive players lose out? But you've you've said no. It can't well, get I any think, worse for AJ Green.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that. They get worse, um, but it's not like you're going to any backup. This backup finished the game, like finished the season last year, didn't he? He yeah. started quite a few games where they uh, they got rid of Dalton before they brought him back and then got rid of him again. But I wouldn't be too worried about Ryan Finley. No, I mean to be um, honest, if if you're playing any Bengals offensive weapons, then it's uh, it's not good for you. Come on, Tyler Boyd. And, yeah. yeah, one reception, 72 yards. And the one reception was about four yards from the line of scrimmage as well, by the way. <laughs> and they just ran it in.
0: Yeah. We had a few. We had, <laughs> yeah. a, few. We had a few. Points points. <laughs> Don't matter how you get them, points points. <laughs> it's a concussion COVID week, injury wise. Tyler Lockett, concussion. He was cleared to return, actually came back in the game may develop into something you never know with the NFL's concussion protocol you might see him have some sort of issues this week. Frank Gore concussion on the second play. Getting it's getting more sad when Frank Gore gets injured rather than yeah. anything else because you just want him to keep building up some mileage and if he's if he's getting Concuss. It just seems like yeah. he ought to. He probably ought to give it up.
2: The only um, positive from that is Frank Gore's probably absolutely ruined his body and brain anyway. As it is, so one concussion is not really going to stop him.
0: And that's but and that's are. the thing when I'm saying with these guys. So Brandon Cooks with a concussion as well. He was cleared to return. Made of it. They always say that if you've had one concussion. I know, yeah, probably had multiple in their and careers, but C- Cooks chance. has
2: got um, Cooks has got history, hasn't he, with concussions? Yeah, um, so I would be concerned about that
0: you if i was Arnold. a, a, a
2: Cooks owner. Kiki QT is it? Um, yeah. had a really good game this week, I think eight receptions over 100 yards. So if Cooks is out again, then he'll be it's the waiver wire. For for Lockett, Gore, and Cooks to have an keep
0: kept an eye on, Josh Kelly. He injured his ankle and did not return against the Pack. And then we've got a couple of big-name COVID issues. Des Bryant, it's he's gone public on Twitter today. that He got pulled for COVID testing during warm-ups, found out that he had COVID and couldn't play. He was absolutely fuming because he missed his revenge game against the Cowboys. He's now critically tweeting, or less cryptic, his his uh, media managers are probably doing their nut because he said something about sitting out for the remainder of the season. He, yeah, he, he said he's, to, said he's done, deals. didn't he?
2: Yes. So strange. it is strange. Like, I mean, I don't have any uh, like connection with Des Bryant at all. But like, if you've been pulled from warm ups and tested positive, how's the game got on? Yeah, no
0: idea. Because
2: we're talking about the rave the. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers and, and the Ravens last week That was postponed three, four times Because of positive tests And not only the positive tests But then the close contact through the positive tests like If he's on, on the pitch warming up It's not just the wide receivers That he's going to be in close contact with How, like how, often, how often do you see like He's going to have Coaches, friends From the Cowboys that are still there They're going to come up like, "What's up, my man?" and like giving him like a fist bump and a chest bump or whatever, like close contact. I don't understand it. Was it just him that was tested at midway through? Why did they test him?
0: I repeat my um, my assertions from last week. The Ravens had to play because they had last season's MVP Mm. on their roster. Does
1: make you wonder?
0: Does make you wonder? And DJ Moore. It's uh, been put on the COVID list. We had a bit of a chat in our curry race WhatsApp chat. That is there a shock? It's a bye week. He comes back with COVID. Where's he <laughs> been? <laughs> Where's he been? <laughs> What's he doing? It seems to be a thing that. Yep. Does he find... not
2: care about fantasy owners? Well, God, unlike sake. the
0: NBA, unlike the NBA, where they had zero tests. Yeah. It's like uh, zero. Uh, sorry, zero positives. It's now now right. You play for the year, do your things, get your bye week, go and do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, even the yeah. Goodell's <laughs> come out and said they're not they're not entertaining a playoff bubble, are they? No, they're so, not entertain
2: it for some for some Which is reason. Mad. Well, yeah, l- unless the Ravens won it, apparently. Yeah,
0: controversial.
2: Unless
0: <laughs> the Ravens won cool, cool, cool. it. <laughs> yeah. it. Anything else, boys? Any uh, any NFL news? Anything you want to?
2: No, I mean, like the concussion is a massive talking point, isn't it? Like in the NFL Mm -hmm. and we've seen it um, the past couple of weeks with the Premier League in terms of we don't have any concussion protocols for players. You see that David David Luiz and um, Raul Jimenez, who literally cracked his skull with a head-to-head collision um, and David Luiz was allowed to play on and was substituted later in the game. And it's yeah. sort of like, you know, there's got to be some sort of introduction to like you can sub someone off if they're like free of charge, effectively, not yeah. one of your subs. If there's a chance that they might get concussed, you know, because
0: the weird there's thing no is,
2: independent doctors, there's nothing. It's it's just do as you it want. Seems
0: very seems very archaic in the in, 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 in this Premier League and soccer in general that some guy yeah some guy can clash heads with another guy, fracture his skull, not have a fractured skull himself or at least not be symptomatic of anything that bad, go off, shake your head around, come back on again. Whereas if someone cuts their lip and they get a bit of blood on their shirt, yeah. off, stitches stitches in like the dressing room, new shirt, because mm. there can't be blood on your shirt, and you think,
2: you can't come
0: back on.
2: That all stems from years ago, doesn't it? When it's like, when HIV was bloody
0: yes.
2: raving yes. everywhere and people were worried about blood transmission and things like that. But it just seems like I know we moan about the NFL, good, don't we? About like their technology and their like all their platforms are just crap. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere like the Premier League that is just as big hasn't got some sort of concussion protocol built mm-hmm. into their leagues. It's yeah. just incredible. And it's just
0: it's just as risky. Yeah. Concussion, and concussion and is, is so
2: un is so people are so uneducated in it. And like you say about playing on with You've just cracked someone's skull with yours, and mm-hmm. you are playing on, and it's like actually the ramifications don't come until like later that evening, or two years later, five years later, ten years later. Like yeah, you I see,
0: understand. the it's rugby
2: well, players aren't they are are, um, are suing the the rugby association because they've been diagnosed with early stages of dementia, which is exactly genius. the same. So, you know, what's 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 the film um, about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, which Will Smith's in? Concussion. Hey, is, is concussion, is it called yeah. concussion? It's called concussion. Called yeah. concussion.
1: Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it was that's exactly it. Yeah. Is it because um, it's a you can't see it? it exactly it's, that. It's incredibly fucking it. like it's a serious
2: serious injury that you just yeah. can't
1: see. So people just kind of go. Eh.
2: Yeah. I mean, in this this film, Concussion, I urge anyone to go watch it because it's brilliant. They like these Pittsburgh Steelers offensive linemen that are smashing their faces together day in, day out. They're like hearing voices, they're going mental, yeah. like they end up sort of some of them commit suicide. It's it's yeah, terrible. They've, it really is it's terrible.
0: Before they've, killed, they've killed themselves in car crashes. One, there's a there's a a uh, an infamous case where a guy shot himself in the chest, killed himself, shot himself in the chest. Committed suicide, but he didn't want to shoot himself in the head because he'd been so, uh,
1: he'd I've been heard so of this.
0: vocal on the fact that he had yeah. this CTE issue. Donated his brain. He didn't want his brain to be compromised in any way and donated it. So he killed himself because he
2: yeah. felt
0: he needed to. But yes, it's, 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 a weird old, uh, it's a weird old debate that will rage on and will transcend other sports. As you say, rugby. Soccer, yeah, it'll transcend that. The NFL seem to be getting a handle on it, but I yeah, they, I mean, they're I, one of the ones know, that do well by being but... on a sideline. You see some guys come back in, and I don't know, is it—is it get to the playoffs? Is it win a Super Bowl on the basis that Tyler Lockett might not have? Tyler Lockett, Brandon Cooks, came back into the game. Should he have?
2: Yeah, a concussion doesn't
0: go away like that. Thing. Yeah, so, I don't and,
2: know. and like I say, Cooks has got a history of it. I feel like yeah. the next stage, isn't it, for the NFL is, you know, if you've had X amount of concussions, then you need to retire because otherwise, that's it. yeah, yeah, that's the point. But
0: that's news. Quickly, while we're on soccer, Spurs still top. West Ham eighth.
2: Yeah, we've dropped down okay. to the pitiful levels eighth of eighth, eighth place.
0: A place that only Arsenal Football Club can dream of right now. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, but for the for listeners. That. For the listeners, Bill is an <laughs> avid Tottenham fan this year. <laughs>
1: That's what I was just about to say. I, I don't follow Premier League whatsoever. But from friends and being around people and being even in the queue at Costa the other day, is there anything worse than a Tottenham fan when they're winning? <laughs> No. This guy in the queue at Costa was giving it and was like, I ate nothing more than Arsenal. I'm like, I'm listening to this guy. He's like, they're down there. You worry about so-and-so. You worry about Burnley. We'll worry about the big dogs at the top. I'm thinking, oh, my God. You talk like you're the manager.
2: Shut up. Yeah, like you're bloody employed by Tottenham top Like, chill out, mate. They're but giving out free uh... green
1: kits, aren't they? Those horrible green ones. They give Those horrible
2: out. green ones. They're giving them out with Bale on the back. Yeah, don't even play.
1: Now
0: before we get into the game of the week, I have a big, <laughs> He's just ignoring big, us now. <laughs> want a big, uh, want to put a big shout out to Morden um, Costa for the lovely coffee that I had the other day when there was a weird man stood behind me shaking his head and touching while I was talking about <laughs> Arsenal. And we'll move on to <laughs> our, uh, <laughs> move on to our game of the week. As awesome. I alluded to earlier on, our game of the week is the Jets and the oddly-sounding Las Vegas Raiders. The 0-11 New York Jets lost to the 6-5 and Las Vegas Raiders, 31-28. <laughs> the Jets seconds away from winning their first game in 344 days. The collapsed in epic fashion <laughs> against the Raiders on Sunday. How it came to be, the Jets allowed a 46-yard touchdown pass with five seconds remaining in the fourth quarter as rookie cornerback and last year's league MVP, Lamar Jackson, cornerback, was beaten deep by Wookiee. Wookiee? Uh, <laughs> rookie wide receiver, Henry Ruggs. 3rd to give the Raiders that. That's sticking, that is sticking. (laughs) Victory at MetLive Stadium. Who's your your Wookiee of the Year? (laughs) Leave it out. Nick's lost it, (laughs) he's gone. Nick is dead. I knew because I was reading, I was already Reading the line below, which said wide receiver, so oh, the, wookie. the Wookiee receiver, <laughs> as we discussed, defensive coordinator Greg Williams called no out blitz on third down, a risky gamble that backfired. Lamar Jackson, the undrafted free agent, had no deep help on the play from any safeties, as you said. Marcus May, Jets' defensive captain, at safety, was nowhere to be seen. So the Jets. Fall to 0 and 12, and we had a discussion a couple of weeks ago. Undefeated teams and who's going to go undefeated and who's going to go winless. They fall to 0 and 12, tying the longest streak of losses in franchise history. Silver line in being, they maintain pole position in the race for the number one pick in the 2021 draft. They are out sucking the Jacksonville Jaguars for that prize. Uh, the prize could be Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence, who everyone thinks is going to be the top pick. The current quarterback, and Dan mentioned it earlier on, they were talking about Trevor Lawrence perhaps going to the Jets. The current quarterback, Sam Darnold, actually didn't play too well. Played his best game of the season stat-wise. Two touchdowns and running for one. The Las Vegas middle linebacker, I think, tried to flatten him on the play like who was it? Chase Young did last week or did a couple of weeks ago to Joe Burrow when he hit him so hard on the goal line that the ball fell out. He tried to do the same thing to Sam Donald, but Sam Darnold fortunately, is a little bit bigger. So he ended up successfully running for a touchdown. The Jets rallied from a 24-13 deficit, taking a 28-24 lead, courtesy of Ty Johnson's one-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. And as we discussed, the jets collapsed on defense on the final drive, as Derek Carr picked apart the jet's young secondary, hooked up all day long with Darren Waller, Darren the Warrus Waller, owned by Dan Donut Sack, who finished <laughs> with a career game, 13 catches, 200 yards and two touchdowns seemed to get the ball in his hands an awful lot, and the stat line shows that. The Jets are now four losses away from becoming the third 0 and 0-16 team in NFL history. We've joined the 08 Lions and the 17 Cleveland Browns, which we had a chat about the other day. So, story of the game in a nutshell, Darren Waller showed up for Las Vegas. Jameson Crowder did his best for the New York Jets. Henry Ruggs, the Wookiee wide receiver, Redeemed himself after two fumbles throughout the game. Play calling may have lost the Jets' defensive coach's job and his sons. His son—that seems to be a thing, doesn't yeah. it? His sons yeah. Somehow get like a sweep in the sweep in the locker room job, but his son's job as a defensive assistant. But the Jets were ahead, as we said, with 1:43 left, starting their own 25-yard line. Gave the ball back to Las Vegas. To win it in such dramatic fashion, you don't. As see I said the earlier, as well, that dear. No, Adam GaSe survives another week. We'll keep an eye on Adam GaSe, and we keep an eye on the last zero and team in the league. Jets zero and twelve, Raiders improving to seven and five. After the Steelers lost to Washington, Jets are now our only hope, I suppose, boys of the in perfect season. No stealers to look out for. Sorry, Nick, you were going to say something, mate.
1: No, I was just thinking, Adam Gay survives another week. I would be interested to know his contract details. Is it just cheaper to keep him on? I wonder if they can release him at the end of the season and not have to pay him out the season plus a new coach. I wonder if it's something along those lines.
0: But that's, that's my rundown.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll kick off straight from there um, with, with Sam Darnold and, and Derek Carr, the quarterbacks. You'd have probably been happy. Um, if you started any of the quarterbacks in your fantasy uh, teams this week, that's if you did trust them after their Week 12 performances, where they both combined for a total of five points. What? <laughs> so, the likelihood of you playing Derek Carr after his 0.6 points? Um, you're brave. You're a brave person. Um, he got 381 yards from 28 completions, three touchdowns, and an interception. Um, and an impressive five rushing yards with one rushing touchdown, um, which, <laughs> <laughs> which totaled uh, thirty-one point seven four points. Um, so you compare that to zero point six the week before. That is that's that's matchup winning that sort of score. Um, and then similarly, Sam Sam Darnold um, last week four point seven eight points. Like I said, uh, hundred eighty six yards this week from. 14 completions, so a lot less completions a lot less yards, uh, two touchdowns one interception, he did get 26 rushing yards and the rushing touchdown like you mentioned Bill, so yeah, if you'd have started Derek Carr, Sam Darnold, you would not have been disappointed, 20 points 31 points, so that's sort of above average, above what you'd expect, I, I think I, that's especially fair from Darnold. yeah, especially from Donald, um, so like I said, I'd have been surprised if you started Sam Arnold although the, the Raiders defence is ranked one of the worst so congratulations either way if you started one of those. Um, the running backs um, both running backs ended up missing the game. Josh Jacobs for the Raiders was obviously declared out earlier in the week and the immortal Frank Gore um, like you touched on um, left the game with a concussion um, so it left plenty of opportunities for backups um, Ty Johnson who was of the Detroit Lions last year um, Ended up taking the most opportunity. Uh, Twenty-two rushing rushing attempts for one hundred and four yards, one touchdown, uh, two targets, two catches for thirteen yards. So,
0: yeah,
2: um, total not, not just under twenty points, nineteen point seven. The likelihood of you starting him is low in the NFL leagues that we're in. He's point three percent owned, point one percent started. So,
0: I could have done with him. That's probably. <laughs> That's probably better than most of my running back output for the last at least four or five weeks.
2: Yeah, so Ty Johnson's probably going to be on your waiver wire outlook if um, Frank Gore misses misses any time with the concussion that he's got. So, like we said, keep an eye out for that. Um, it does seem like no matter what situation the Jets are in, Adam Gase will let the running back run. So, 22 rushes is, is, is good enough for opportunity and he, and he turned that into some points. and Down 30. Down
0: thirty,
2: run it, run it for four Down
0: yards. 30,
2: yeah, run it. Um, unfortunately for Nick, you were without uh, Josh Jacobs, like we've said. So Devonte Booker, um, Booker took over took over the lead in running back uh, for for the for the Raiders. Um, Sixteen rushes, so a good amount of rushes. I only managed fifty yards. Um, one of two, sense. one of two receptions through the air for a single yard. So, He's stuck.
1: Yeah. I saw him as quite a hot waiver wire pickup pick up on a few different articles. Yeah. I've
2: said he was, he was disappointing. Um, last time he touched the ball for 16 times was against the, back against the Broncos um, where he did manage 21 points. Um, yeah. The Broncos so, are right. Broncos own it. Yes. Yeah, so he, he, he got just, just under yeah, seven points. Up. So he, he was extremely disappointed in that as he was probably a lot of people's um, waiver one for the week. Um, because uh, Josh Jacobs was declared out pretty early. So, really disappointing. Um, wide receivers, uh, Jameson Crowder. Uh, back-to-back games without Sam Darnold, um, which uh, equated to two points and six points. Um, so, he was pleased to see Sam Darnold back. Only seven targets, five receptions, uh, and 47 yards, but he did manage two touchdowns, which saved his week, um, which turned into 21.7 points. Nice. Yeah, um, so he's pleased to have Sam Darnold back. He seemed to be a bit of a target machine early in the year. Um, and, and But then once uh, Joe Flacco's played the last couple of games for the Jets and uh, Bashar Perryman's sort of taken advantage of that, um, who's had back-to-back games of over 10 fantasy points, including a 20-point game. Um, but yeah, he's, Sam Darnold doesn't like him, so I don't, <laughs> don't know what that is. <laughs> he only got three points um, from, from four targets, so he only got one reception. So pretty disappointing. The surprisingly, the the Raiders wide receivers again, seven points and eight points, seven points from, from um Nelson Aguilar, who's been a main waiver wire warrior on this podcast with you two guys. <laughs> <laughs> um similar to a Perryman coming back, um coming back from back to back weeks with over ten points or ten fantasy points. He only got seven points from eleven targets though. So whichever way you want to look at that. Disappointed with seven points. Did get eleven targets, um, but I'll talk about the targets shortly because I've got a sort of a a, uh, a reason for the, the targets. Uh, Hunter Renfro, I'll, I'll mention him quickly. Eight points. He seems to be in and out. Um, he seems to be their like backup plan if someone's injured. Um, yeah. But yeah, only eight points, which moves us on to the tight ends. Unfortunately for Nick, um, we've got two tight ends are at the total opposite end of the spectrum this week. Uh, Chris Herndon, who, just to point out, I think is actually someone that you are going to keep an eye on if Adam Gase ever gets fired. Um,
0: yeah, Chris Herndon. I thought I wanted the Broncos to draft him a few years ago, and he's just stunk. Absolutely stunk.
2: Yeah, and he's someone that Adam Gase has actually talked up in preseason and in all sorts of different like environments over the season. He's talked Chris Herndon up as like he's going to be a massive impact on our offense. So he actually got the same amount of targets as the three of us did on Sunday, which was zero. Nice.
0: Um,
2: yeah. So he ended up on zero points. Oh yeah. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, the main man, Darren Waller received a season high 17 targets, uh, which he turned into 13 receptions, 200 yards and two touchdowns. He, um, had, for a he part- had two games in one. Yeah. So, he turned that into a Pineapple Express beating 45 points exactly. Um, So, 17 targets. I mean, the wide receivers did and tight end obviously received a lot of targets, but I think that was down to Josh Jacobs not being there. They obviously don't quite trust um, Devontae Booker to, to carry the workload, so I think Derek Carr attempted more passes against the Jets this week or last week now than he has all season, so that's probably the reason for the game, and the Jets are uh, 32 ranked against the tight end. So, it shows. <laughs> yeah, Darren Waller's game, I want to say breakout game, but he's tight end two on the season. Um, that, that's probably some reason to it. So, kickers, uh, they were both pretty crap. Uh, Dan Colson, who's kicker three on the season, managed to get seven points, um, which trumped Sergio Castillo's two points. Um, who continues the Jets kicking issues Who have had about four kickers this year Who have all got injured I don't know how kickers get injured But they manage it
0: <laughs> Okay well thanks Dan Fancy impacts
2: You're welcome Sorry to everyone that was expecting um, Tight end four stats But yeah, the, jets, the Jets tight end one got zero So it was very unlikely I was going to go into tight end fours
0: Is that all we've got in this segment?
2: That's all yeah I think it's time to move on to what The, uh, the uh, week
0: Previous week review
2: your week 13 review.
0: As is customary with the host, the host goes first with their week review. This was a, again, customary sight. Big Willis tight end brushes his opponent aside. I won eighty one eight one point five two against Crockett Rockets who scored a meager one hundred and fifty nine point seven eight. Continuing my table running form. <laughs> you could tell I wrote this. I don't know how you're down... doing it. <laughs> I was down <laughs> I was down just under seventeen points on Sunday night. But came back over the Monday games to defeat the Crockett Rockets. I lent heavily on Mr. James's wide, uh, wide receiver, waiver wire warrior, <laughs> Mike Kikasiki, who picked me up twenty three point eight points. You're welcome. Matchup, thank you. The matchup wasn't as easy as the beatdown might suggest. Saw three lead changes, with the largest being 21.7 points at one point leading into Monday Night Football. Uh, Took revenge for my loss to the Crockett's Rockets earlier this season, which was, uh, if you remember, and our listeners remember the episode, I was, uh, the correct way to put it, fucking furious. Booker as... Nick mentioned a minute ago, stunk out stunk out. Matt's team. Matt had picked him up, I think, and might have had him on his team already. Um, some stats for you. I'm clearly, and it was a league wide thing at the moment, that I didn't rely on a constant point score and haven't done for some time. So I've had four different high scorers in four weeks. Rogers, DJ Moore, Mahomes and Gesicki over the last four weeks have all been my high scorers. So not exactly your mega team. But there we go. I run the table. We move.
2: And, and Matt's 159 and a bit points would have beaten mm. everyone but the three of us. So, yeah, it's a, it's a tough week. It's a, meet, make, it's a measly one, but yeah, tough. Got be
0: it's the tough. best. Next game saw the collision low You are getting
2: and more and more. On, <laughs> I can't stand it anymore. It used to be Nick, didn't <laughs> it? And now he's had like six weeks at the top. He thinks he's all that. Right.
0: But this is what I'm saying.
2: I don't know how he's doing it. He does nothing but moan about how shit his running backs are.
1: How are you winning games? Oh,
0: but how are you winning games? I don't know. I don't know. Every <laughs> every running back I have on the bench shows up as well. Like uh, shows up. Melvin. This Gordon is, this is like purely points,
1: but... purely down to uh, matchup week, week uh, the week that you play the person that you play them. Might be lucky. Might be. You're not winning it. You're done.
0: You're starting on Bill now. You're starting on everyone this league. Mate, don't make me, don't make me edit celebrate good times over your grief again. I will <laughs> over
1: <it>. my tears, <laughs>
0: I will do it. Jar jars, jars game... of tears. <laughs> jars of tears. As long as you stop sending them to Gary Katona, we'll be all right. Next game was an important one for both of the guys. There was a playoff hunt that last elusive fourth spot. There was a game between. Rob and the collision low crossers and Mark and the deflectroids which was mightily close collision low crossers ended up with the win 157.12 to Mark's 153.74 they i've written that they barely got past a spirited deflectroid side i must say that they were and it was a spirited performance i feel like mark has uh, has had a bit of a season of it yeah, it is probably the best way of putting the last couple of weeks. He's been really probably since Dan's Keep Your Head Up, I think he really has kept his head up. He's done a really um, yeah.
1: good job of digging himself yeah.
0: out
2: of the hole. To be fair, um, there's can... not many people that would um continue after a start, sort of start that he had, so that is. Uh, I feel like when you, yeah, when like. When I was said keep your head up, that was like genuine. It wasn't like trying to yeah, no, like, no, no, m- no mug same. him off. And like the same is now. Like it takes I mean, a lot to just Romans, not like not like not give up. As I say again, that sounds stupid, but um, he'll be annoyed because he he, he he it was in his hands and and um yeah, just so scoring four points, and he's got that's he, Bill's uh, chance. Yeah, he dropped um. Baker, who, who had was, an absolute wicked who game. He threw like four touchdowns in the first yeah, half. So. It's tough. It's he's going to be that's hurting. Was, yeah.
0: what I said. It was a spirited performance, but Rob improves to six and seven. Mark falls to five and eight. So Rob is still in. Is, is somewhat out of his hands and it'll take some big moves to get him up there. But he's still in the hunt for that fourth spot. we would mentioned Derek Carr. He was a surprising Key player for the matchup, thrown for 381 yards, 31.74 fantasy points. Again, as I mentioned above, with my uh, with my performance, Rob has now had five top point scorers in as many weeks: CMC, Lamar Jackson, Travis Kelsey, King Henry, and now Derek Carr. So there's no one player that's really like carrying teams. And also, Derek you Henry's you guys asked me,
2: you guys asked me last week, didn't you? Would you would you trade Derrick Henry for for Cook? Mm -hmm. And I was like, not a chance. And bloody King Henry, more like Prince Henry, five points he got this week. Yeah. (sighs) yeah. Don't talk on his So Don't speak on his Do not compare my MVP to that shit. All you are doing now is pissing Derrick Henry off. He's just
0: going to come back angry. Mate, I'll take
2: take Derrick Henry on. Absolutely no problems. I'll ditch him in my SUV.
0: He would eat him he alive. <laughs> He'll run through it. He only scored uh, five
2: more points than me this week, so he's not that
0: good. Now, for fear of saying something that will make me be a meme, as Nick was with the not a proper opponent, the next game of girly fries against the Eagles, I feel like Steve
1: Gifted. is very, very
0: fortunate. Gifted. To still will be in the, in the hunt for fourth here. Gifted. So, the Gurley Fries beat the Eagles 134.98 to the Eagles' meagre 99.52. Pretty clear that the Eagles have given up here.
1: Yeah, I've not seen <laughs> a waiver from Jim in weeks.
0: He's it's not... been a while. It's been a while, hasn't it? And there is a point, I...
2: though, isn't it? Because he's, he's out of the playoffs. So, there is an argument that if you're out of the playoffs, should you waiver? Yeah, but he's it's still not, he's still in the he's still in the he's still oh yeah he's still effect, effectively I don't disagree it's just a a, a point to bring up um, yeah yeah Steve's winning score of 134 like you said well nearly 135 yeah It's, it's like, the it's, ho- lowest he's, winning score of the yeah. week he's
0: a fortunate to have been up against James this week because if he had if he wasn't up against James he'd have lost to everybody else very like convincingly yeah. So I think he's fortunate to have been up against Jim there. But uh, you play the schedule. A couple of stinkers for both teams in it. AJ Green had his second or third consecutive egg. Doesn't seem to be functioning too well with, without a starting quarterback. Chargers defense, Jim had, they shipped 45 to the Patriots. A lot of, uh, a lot of special teams break down there in that game. And Steve's Miles Sanders had te- uh, thirty-one yards out of ten rushing attempts, so didn't do too well there. But didn't miss the points. Would have been pissed off, I suppose, if he'd been playing anyone other than Jim with Sanders' efforts.
2: Yeah, I, I uh, spoke to Steve today actually, and he is pretty pissed off that uh, he has got well. He's got no game so far at the uh, DeAndre Swift, who hasn't played for him. Um well Adrian Peterson's been absolutely tearing it up so and obviously Clyde Edwards Solaire who's yeah. fallen off a cliff.
0: Um Clyde so. Edwards Nowhere. Nowhere, yeah. Oh,
2: oh, oh nice. Or hey, Clyde Edwards. Edwards Shitty Underwear. Good. <laughs>
0: Good. my one. And finally the uh, penultimate season pod bowl. Now, there will be a Pod Bowl, regardless, in the playoffs. Yeah. But this was the, this was the last regular season Pod Bowl. It saw Sack beat Pineapple Express by, and I would like to say the slimmest of margins. But there have been more slim margins than this. So, <laughs> yeah, Nick, Daniel, Nick, you lost one six eight, no one, one, to... Eight, one eight two point nine six. Let's call it one eight three. You lost by three points. Going yeah. zero for four yeah. in Podball. Yeah. Now I felt like I'd feel much happier about this. And if this was on the phone, I would, I would feel a lot, lot happier. But now I can see you. I feel like I can't just laugh in your face. You're not as heartless as you thought. It's not yeah. a good. It's not a good omen, at least for season one of the Curry Race podcast. For you to go zero and four, you're the Jets of the podcast so far. So far, I say. Seems that way. But <laughs> in true Dan James style, could it be an omen for the playoffs?
2: Honestly, yeah, it would make it would make a lot of uh, sense for us both to. Beat Nick twice this year, and then for him to beat us both, <laughs>
0: going forward on his way to a uh, on his way to his a, way ring. To a that's, ring.
2: That's
1: the Cinderella story I'm holding on to. It's it's right in itself. It's poetry in motion.
0: Well, this week's highest scoring teams, you were the both the Curry Race highest scoring teams faced off. Um, yeah, as with Steve, the other way, Nick would have beaten anyone else apart from Dan.
1: It's yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to go into what could have been and well,
0: if buts and blame maybos. the scheduling. Blame the scheduling. I've got. I've, I've already written. You don't. Even, you just sit there because I've already written your excuses for you. Scheduling got got one. one. I've got more than that. Scheduling I mean, one. This is you a freaking. This is again. a freaking Team
2: Pineapple Express podcast. Why we're aren't just, we celebrating it's, my win? Because we've
0: swept. We've regular season swept the guy. Come on. Yeah, but it's one not our fault. He's
2: got a trash team. Oh, bollocks. one day,
0: <laughs> bollocks. I'm the highest scorer in the league. One
2: day, mate.
1: One, one day, his son is going to stumble across the, across the season
0: and I have to listen to it. across the That's season. I'm mean. the
2: highest scorer. I'm sitting in fucking third. Yeah, we'd all. I'd be the highest scorer if I swapped Gurley for Hill as well. Nah. Oh, look how hard done by I am Yeah, oh, look at that like, Now suddenly it's like, oh, actually,
1: actually yeah you Just because you <laughs> yeah, didn't have the savvy Didn't have the savvy to make the trade
2: I've lost Chubb, um, I've lost Beckham I'm still up there, mate Again, don't know how <laughs> No, I don't know how, I've said that all year To be fair
0: across, across 13 weeks, Nick Only two teams have scored more than you And have lost this season yeah. That's, One of them being Danby Jim. Yeah. <laughs> three, yeah, 99 points James. Yeah. Yeah. 206.4 points to 188.34, which was yeah. a bit of a shocker. And I don't Dan remember
2: was, you I don't remember you, Bill, sort of starting up a oh a Nick Hurd fan club. I don't remember you starting up a fan club for me when I lost. You're probably laughing. That was funny. <laughs> oh, there you that go. That was yeah. funny. So
0: <laughs> Dan... You came back from a 14.86 point deficit on Monday night, courtesy of some Big Willie's tight end fantasy advice given to you in uh, in, in privileged conversation. Darren Waller, <laughs> as mentioned, absolutely killed it with 45 points. Almost half of James's score. And Josh Allen with 30.1. So I a, a third of Jim's points almost, um, who beat their predictions, shows what the NFL app knows. Darren Waller beat his prediction by 199.8%. Wow. And Josh Allen scored 43.7% more points than the app predicted him. And my final Pineapple Express fan club entry is this one, Nick. You'll be thinking about that touchdown if things don't go right for you thus far, that Hill touchdown that wasn't, but yeah. was, but wasn't, but was, <laughs> but wasn't. Uh, Madness. And Tyreek Hill's failure to challenge, Andy Reid's failure to challenge, and the long snapper and the punters' um, eagerness to get their kick off, as well as the disappointing outing K1, who has, Thrown less than three hundred yards in the last five games. So Dan, you've got nothing to worry about if Nick plays him in the playoffs because he'll be yeah. uh, he'll be stinking the place out. I Again, just want to know. Just go, let, just let game.
2: me know. Let me know when you finish bigging up Nick and feeling sorry for him, will ya? After his kicker you scored are sixteen jealous. points,
0: sixteen Jealousy. points
2: he got from his kicker.
0: Green does not
1: suit so me,
2: what? Dan. What am I jealous of? I oh, won, mate. Get in there. <laughs> Rescue! I'm, there coming, like I'm coming for you, blood, arms next arms. bloody big Willie's tight end.
0: I'll run the uh, table. Next, upset that Ty,
2: Ty, uh, Tyree Gilding's got 50 points again.
0: Yeah, what always. was it
2: you said last week? Yeah, he balled out. He balled out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now no, you're you. like bloody hell, Darren Waller. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> He's bloody wearing an invisibility cloak. <laughs> yeah, he nicked it from Tyree
1: Hill. <laughs> yeah.
0: To save my voice, now we don't really need to run through the table. You can just get the last six weeks of the table for me at the top.
2: Oh.
0: But I am at the top with a ten and three record. Dan uh, close on my cocktails nine and four. Pineapple Express after he's eight um, and four. If he hadn't been playing the podcasters, he'd be uh, eight and one. But he's eight and five. The Gurley Fries and the Collision Low Crossers are the teams to watch. Seven and six and six and seven. So they will be on the lookout for how they play this week. And Nick's got a bit on that in a minute. Six Deflatriates, five and eight. Seven Crockets on five and eight. And eight place being the Eagles on three and ten. Two of them being against Dan. So Deflatiates, Crockets, and Eagles all out of any playoff contention. And the final playoff spot is narrowed to the brothers. Can only be Rob and Steve, if I'm correct, Nick.
1: Yes. Yeah. I did a, a little breakdown on the, the league this week. Uh, like you said, no change at the top. Bill stays in that number one spot with a win over Matt. It's in there, my son. Ending Matt's playoff hopes. Uh, Matt drops oh. two places to seventh and is, like we've said, out of the race for fourth and a spot in the playoffs. Uh, I lost another close-fought battle to Dan, who stays second. <laughs> to like to get the close-fought in there. Like it was close-fought across two yeah, games man, was, against that guy. It's less than five points in two matchups. Yeah, man, one touchdown.
0: So
1: close, yeah, man, it's close. Uh, Dan now looking to take the number one seed in week 15 with a win over Bill. So, Bill, you are not <laughs> safe in the number one spot. If Dan beats I'm not. you, Dan beats you this week. Your head-to-head would be one and one, and unless you. Outscore him well, you can't beat him you with you outscore him. Room. No, yeah. so yeah. uh, yeah, Dan will take the number one seed on total points scored and uh, get that that's what I thought coveted one seed and play fourth. I'm now stuck and I'm in third, I'll stay in third. Uh, I've got a match up week 15 against the bottom place James, which will have no effect win or lose on either of our uh, standings. Uh, James took another loss this week Remains the foundation of the league Holding everybody up Uh, Steve's win, as we said Sees him hold on to fourth And in the final playoff spot for now Uh, Commissioner Rob Took the win from Mark on Tuesday night football Last knock-in, seeing him climb to fifth And Mark, although moves up to sixth Is unfortunately eliminated from playoff contention Which is a shame to see Would have been nice to see Mark pushing it right into the last week of the season with the comeback that he was making. Uh, two wins behind fourth with only one game left to play. Can't, can't do it, unfortunately. Uh, so with myself, Dan and Bill all locked into a playoff spot, as you said, Bill, all eyes are on the brothers, Steve and Rob. Steve, currently sitting in fourth on seven and six, can hold on with a week 14 win over Mark. Record of eight and six we will see him clinch the last playoff spot and the last game week of the regular season. So, nothing like handing your homework in late. <laughs> uh, Rob on fifth, Rob in fifth on six and seven faces Matt in a must win game week. Uh, Rob needs to beat Matt and hope that Mark can stop Steve reaching eight wins. So, I'll give you a little easier for Steve. Just got a win. Rob needs a win in his hands. Lose. Um, Yeah. Steve loss and a Rob win. We'll see a seven and seven tie in fourth place. Uh, and if that happens, it will come down to Rob and Steve's head to head record, in which Rob is two and zero on Steve.
2: Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, I, again, I, I, I was talking to Steve earlier, and he's winning in, and he is. He he, he thought that it was more. It was easier than what it is. Um, yeah. So he's a little bit nervous. I can imagine.
1: But, I would be coming down to the uh, last game. Yeah. And,
2: and and we speak about James and sort of not like giving up somewhat. Um, like Matt, although not Matt, sorry, Mark, although eliminated this week, plays an absolutely massive role in the
1: playoffs, the, the playoffs now because yeah. yeah
2: um, but Matt's... Um. God, I can't call him Matt. Mark. He's going to be more offended me calling him Matt than we call him Sausage King. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's got a massive part, but he's not the type of person to to not not, so not continue. Setting. Yeah. He'll
0: no, put up a fight. We've got no bye weeks. We're bye week free, which means that we've only got injuries, COVID, to worry about. We have set in our lineups. Is that right? Yeah. I think so. Right, um, yeah. Um so, at this point in the season, our Waiver Wire Warriors might well get you into the playoffs. Waiver Wire Warriors. This week, we are working on quarterbacks again. Last week's results were, as expected, I'd like to say, as in I didn't win. <laughs> In Reverse order, and I'm, I'm now starting to work out how this waiver wire warriors works. Right, I had to pick the player that scores the most points, I didn't realize that
1: oh.
0: until a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. So, I'm doing a bit better now that I've understood the rules. In third place, as uh, is customary with the pod bowls, was Nick who picked up my waiver wire warrior Evan Ingram before I could, which I'm glad of now because he only. Mustard 7.2 points, which actually isn't bad for a tight end, to be fair. They actually all did okay this week. No offence, with Drew Locke back. Thank you, Mr. Goodell. Scored 9.7 points. And Daniel James's pick of Mike Gesicki wins and levels, uh, almost levels the season record at five point five five one one point five with a Second best fantasy output of the season for Mike Gosicki of 23.8 points. A waiver wire warrior that I picked up and used. Thank you very much, Dan. You're welcome to the <laughs> Justin Tucker edition. <laughs> yeah, well we're even. There we go. So like I said, yeah, Nick is Nick's lead is evaporating. Nick is on 5.5. Dan is on five. The guest is on 1, Mark, Mark, <laughs> Mark, and I'm on 1.5. I'm calling it 1.75 for my second place this week. Although you
2: that is probably no, unfair. That is, yeah. So we fully against the rules, that.
0: The listeners will note that I have been taking a back seat and been picking last on Wave Hire Warriors because I'm interested in how this is going to end up now on the final week of the regular season. It's It's quarterbacks. We have an already locked-in pick from Nick. Dan will then go after Nick, and I will mop up the scraps. So, Nick, who are you going with, and who should our listeners be picking up for week 14?
1: Well, before I give you my choice, (laughs) I'm going to spin a little narrative (laughs) for you. Well, not a narrative. I hope to fuck that you win, Bill. I want nothing more than for you to win. Because if <laughs> I lose to Dan by half a point, <clears throat> it will round off <clears throat> and cap out my season as the closest.
0: <laughs> you crying? Yeah, you understand. I'm crying. I will be next week. I've got a frog. <clears throat> Jesus.
2: Right. My, you've got a frog and you've named him Jesus. Strange. Yeah,
1: Jesus the frog. Right, my a waiver wire warrior, it doesn't feel pretty. I'm not proud of it. Mitch Trubisky, Bears. Okay. Uh, he's playing Houston. The, the 21st uh, versus quarterback. Uh, they've just allowed 19 points to Philip Rivers. Um, the Bears are putting up a lot more points now with Mitch under centre. So... I think he's a good play. Um, Houston are a plus matchup for wide receiver and running back. Um, He's got Alan Robinson uh, receiving touchdowns, nine receptions in the last two weeks. Uh, David Montgomery has been a lot more involved uh, in the passing game. I think I just gave you David Montgomery's stats, not Alan Robinson's. Um, But yeah, he's been passing a lot more to the running back. Chances of touchdowns a little bit higher. Uh, I think Chicago are going to give Houston a run for their money. So, last ditch. I've not won one in a little while, I don't feel like. Uh, Mitch Trubisky.
0: Daniel, your Mitch, move. Mitch Trubisky. It is
2: crucial. It is crucial. And I'm aware of that. And there's, there's not a lot to go on. But the, the players on our waiver. wire we've, we've discussed, haven't we, that Matt Ryan's available. Um, but we're going to discount him. Because we are because he he's could be QB, available. yeah, he's QB fourteen on the year, so that seems a bit unfair. Bill can um, have him. <laughs> <laughs> uh so I've got a few different options that I will quickly name. Sam Darnold that we've spoken about coming off the back of his performance this week. And he's got the thirty-two thirty-first ranked defense um Seattle. So he's a he's a choice for me. Um Baker Mayfield coming off his best game of the year is another option, but he plays at um, at Baltimore. So that is also, <laughs> that is also bloody questionable. Oh God. I assume I can't pick Drew Locke because Bill's going to pick him. You can pick Drew Locke.
0: Not, he's not very good, but
2: you can pick him. I'm going to go for someone that I've picked previously on this waiver Wild Warriors. I'm going to go for the man coming off of his bye week. Uh-huh. I'm going to go for Teddy H2O.
0: Teddy H2O. Teddy Bridgewater.
2: Without DJ Moore, that's not a problem. Um, he may have McCaffrey back, like we've touched on. Um, who, Robbie who, Anderson, yeah, who's gonna gonna mop up any any targets that DJ Moore will get? Robbie Anderson's still a threat. Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy with that. Um, at home against Denver,
0: absolute oh, garbage.
2: So I'm gonna go Teddy Bridgewater. Okay.
0: That's Although
2: I, I I wanted to go uh, with Baker Mayfield, but. Baltimore, yeah. Well, Baltimore. it
0: means after Nick said that and he needs me to win this, I was I was gonna go with Jalen Hurts because it's funny. Because <laughs> it's funny. Well, he's starting. Yeah. Is starting? It's someone to look at. He's playing New Orleans, who or are fourth-ranked defense against. Oh, uh, I yeah, forget so, about him. Don't um, I'm I'm gonna go with Baker Mayfield purely because of that cool celebration he oh. did the other day.
2: Oh yeah the slide. The
0: oh that was yeah. I in. I think anyone who does that is capable of a big Willy's tight end waiver wire warrior. So I'm gonna go for Baker just to just to see what you could have won if Baker Mayfield outscores Teddy Bridgewater. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. And there's there's the third there's the third matchup to watch. It's Bill V Dan. It's Rob v. Steve and it's Nick v. Dan in the Wave of Wire Warrior. Next week we have Nick to host. He'll be perhaps a bit nicer to himself and maybe not mention the zero and four sweeping. (laughs) Not as As much as you you have. have.
1: No, not as much as you have. You, mate. So, yeah, I'll uh, I'll host next week. Close out the season. Uh, We'll see who takes the first seed between you two. We'll see who takes that fourth spot and we will look towards the playoffs.